Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, Lauren, and Danny. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Lisa. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. I'm Danny. And we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. Thanks, guys. Sorry, yeah. I said my name so creepily. I just wanted to switch. Yeah, that it up. was so low. You're did, like, you get, did anyone hear me? I was like, and we're Cimarelli. No, no thank I goodness. Didn't hear that. Go back and listen for it. All right, welcome to the Cimarelli hey. Podcast. This Hi. one's on YouTube, and if you're on Patreon, you're seeing this a week before YouTube. Yeah. Hey, we post one every week, but only two of them are on YouTube, and the other two are on Patreon. Every other episode is Patreon only. So if you want. Those other episodes, which are really, really good. Gotta join our Patreon. It's an amazing place. There's so much other stuff besides the podcast on there, but this is one of the best things, okay? So welcome to the Simmerly Podcast. We share juicy stories, discuss personal topics, and get vulnerable and real with you guys and let you know some of the advice that has changed our lives. So let's jump in to this very entertaining podcast. Wait, you didn't it is say very entertaining. You didn't say and we always keep it entertaining. I wanted I to said say let's that. jump into this entertaining but podcast. I love how you say that. And, and we, we always, always keep it entertaining. <laughs> and we always keep it real entertaining. All righty. So the first thing we start with is a spicy advice question. Q&A. Q&A, ladies. So this spicy advice question, question. Q&A it's not a Q&A. Oh, it's not. So this spicy advice question comes from our patrons. So if you'd like to be a spicy advice Q&A, Ask then her. join Patreon Stop. and become a patron today. If you'd like Love to it. be one. All I right. Like so Q&A. this question is from our patron, Becca. Hey. And she says, hey, how do I manage my time? Wait, I would like to say one other thing really quick. Becca, Becca, hey, no, me, no. Please don't okay? do that. What it's is... from Star Wars. It's... Oh! I remember that. Thank you. Okay. It's from a musical, guys. So back to the question. She said, how do I manage my time? Wait, is um, this just in general? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. How do you get better uh, at it? Here's a good foundation. One, plan your whole week the weekend before. Like Sunday. Amen. And plan each day in a way that you can actually get everything done in that day. Mm-hmm. Write how much time everything is going to take and make sure it mathematically adds up to how much time you actually mm. have in each day. Well, if you oh, don't you know how much time... You can, no, one. you Guess. can't write down 12 hours of work if you don't want to work for 12 hours Straight. and you don't have time to work for 12 hours. So then you need to split them up over a few days. What if you like, guess... Oh, I can do that. Okay, I have a great answer to that What if you guess question. and it's wrong? So I was going to piggyback off of Lauren and say... Before you plan your week, you should spend at least a week observing your time. So keep a note in your phone, go through your days, and see how long things mm-hmm. actually take. Then you'll have a good thing people to start with. Also, no, people don't know. If Lauren, you guess seriously. wrong, I know. If you guess wrong, just adjust as you go. Yeah, like, yeah. It takes too long, just okay. shift tomorrow. Most people are pretty distracted most mm-hmm. days. They're just kind of on their phones. Like, And I've d- I do this all the time. La-di-da. So it's good to observe La-di-da. yourself first. Um, mm-hmm. I have a general tip, which is if you feel there's not enough hours in the day, maybe wake up earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going cool. to bed at... At freaking 11 and waking up at 11 and then you're like oh the day oh. just got away from me wow. it's like what? 12 I know. hours of sleep some people Lucky. do that Lucky. or like if you're going to bed three in the morning wake up at 11 it's just like different people have different sleeping schedules some people are more comfortable and work better waking up at five in the morning some people are better waking up at seven in the morning but honestly you shouldn't be getting out of bed later than 8 a.m because that's when the world starts so like oh. you need to like figure out what your sleeping schedule is what works for your body and what is going to give you the most time in the day because if you're sleeping the whole day obviously you're not gonna have enough time for a full day yeah another foundational thing is 
you're gonna, okay, like you're planning your week, yeah, but what are you planning for? Why are you planning? Mm. You need to know what you're prioritizing your in goal? your life. Yep. Like, write a list. Okay, I'm prioritizing hanging out with my family or doing this mm-hmm. thing or this goal or this blah, blah, blah. And that could change blah, every blah. week. Yeah. I would like to say that I have a, a list of things on my phone that I want to do that I don't necessarily have a timeline for of, like, when it needs to be done. So whenever I find a day with extra time, I go back to that list. Usually yeah. it's on the top. Okay. It's at the bottom of my to-do cool. list, so it's in the same document. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let me add to those things. And yeah. then I check things off that I've been to do for a while, and I'm like, yes. That's cool. Um, I just did that the other day. Oh. You can go. Okay. I was going to say, it's good to think in categories. So I think about my week when I'm planning it, as Lauren says. Um, I try to plan my week on Saturday or Sunday, and I think of different categories such as exercise, spirituality, like prayer time, time with family, time with friends, work, sleep, self-care, having fun, um, cleaning my house. And then I try to like write down how long each activity would take and then try to figure out which day to do it. It's not always easy, but it does go- It does help mm. to kind of have categories of, like, what kind of life you want to yeah. live. Yeah, love it. Also, if you're like me and you don't really know where to start or you can't just make a list on your phone and then have it work, um, I would suggest trying out some various applications, a.k.a. apps. Fun fact, app means application. Means appetizer. Yes. Try appetizer. No, but. I really don't like, like what Lisa's doing right now. Lisa. Yeah. Kind of scary. It's really freaking me out. Lisa All I hear is slime <sighs> stuff and she's ripping it up. I don't know. I can't but listen, handle that. So cool, I can't look away from it. There is a Mac Macintosh Apple program on your computer that's called Todoist, which I love. What? Um, there's some, but that's like a, yeah. But there's a, com- that's a computer one. If you want on your phone, there's a lot of other ones. Um, try out an app. I, would I want to do that. A planning app. It has All like right. A that was a lot of good tips. Oh, a good one that I do is I yeah. set my, that, this is such a good one. You set your timer, like, mm. oh, I'm going to do this for 20 minutes. And then you just set it. It makes you go, oh, crap, I have 10 minutes left. And yes. it makes you actually do yeah. stuff. Otherwise, like, oh, I'm going to study my mm-hmm. math. Mm-hmm. Whatever. 20 minutes. Oh. And then 30 minutes. That's such a big one. A lot of successful people use that one. Time blocking That's and smart. using a timer. Last tip, which I don't do, because, guys, I really don't plan my weeks. But if I did, I would do this. Uh, <laughs> oh, my Lauren God. has this, Lauren, Lauren told me this tip. Advice. Lauren's, Lauren's tip, which she does, is planning free time. And, like, planning time to do nothing or planning time mm. to That's take a break. That's where I done goof. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then this, 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 this. That's when you get tired, and then you throw your whole list out the window because you're too overwhelmed to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know? you got to plan to take a break. Take a shower. Take a nap. Because you are going to take a break. Take a meal. Take a break. Take a shower, take a meal. Oh, <laughs> I need a Take that. a nap. All right, guys, that's that. what we got for you on You're time welcome. management. Love it. So we're going to go to today's topic of conversation. It's real juicy, okay? Ooh, spicy. It is breakups. <gasps> Shocking. Rip. Love that. Okay, we're going to tell you snap. our that's worst sweet. breakups. I mean, obviously, we could each talk for an hour about our worst breakups. So yeah. it's many hours. hours. It's gonna be condensed. But we each do a whole episode and tell the story of our worst breakup. Oh gosh, I go on forever. Ooh. We're gonna talk about how long it took each of us to move on, and then mm, how yeah. we moved on, assuming everyone did. Let's hope Not everyone me. did. Whoa, she's you threatening. And your breakup survival tips. Oh my so gosh. I'm gonna jump into this one because I'm concise. And everyone just follow my lead. Um, maybe we'll yes, still age order. Follow yeah. my lead. Follow her okay. timing. Follow my lead. Here is the first question. I'll do it. Then, Kath, you guys know the age order. Whatever. I know you do. So, Greediest to neediest. What? <laughs> if you watch season one of some of my podcast, you know what she's talking about. <laughs> she roasted again. Um, what was your worst breakup? Ah! Okay, so I was 18, and it was my first boyfriend, and... 
it was so bad when we broke up that I li- I'd never felt pain like that before. I couldn't eat. I literally could not eat. And I didn't, I didn't know how, I couldn't do anything during the day except for like go and walk. So I'd walk 10 miles a day and I lost 10 pounds really quickly, which was really bad for me. It, like really quickly. It was She was already a scary. string bean. I couldn't fit in my pants anymore. It was so scary because I was like, what do you do with the motions? Like I had no idea what to do. And I was like bawling in my car every night. I was like, I was like, I what is this pain? in the bathroom and I was like, oh gosh, it was crying again and I would run away. It was the most like intense pain. I remember pain. that too. It was oh my like, gosh. Oh, I'm sad. It was scary. like, this is the most intense pain I've ever felt. That was my worst breakup. It was so freaking intense. Wow. Thought I was dying. And when I did experience a death in the family, it was the same feeling. So that's what it wow. felt like to me. A death. Wow. Okay, my worst, my worst breakup, I've talked about it before, but it was the breakup that I wrote my song, Where It All Ended, on the Sad Girls Club album about. Um, it's weird because I dated a lot of different boys over my years, but and some of them for longer than this boy. I only dated him for three months. Oh. But oh. it was a horrible horrible pain I, like something about the exact way that it happened I don't know what it is to this day but it took me double the amount of the relationship six months to even want to look at another boy like I couldn't go on any dates or talk to anyone and I pretty much cried almost every day for several months and then the next few months after that I cried like several times a week and it was like not the crying where you're just like oh a tear it's like where you're laying on the floor in the fetal oh. position and you're like <gasps> Uh, <laughs> that's actually that's the last thing I'll say that's what I wrote that line in my song uh, some nights I'll I cry, cry so hard and wonder if you can feel it all the way across town cause it's like your soul you're just like crying. can you feel this pain yeah. alright Danny wants to go Probably next not. I'm not gonna go next I'm just gonna put Even it though a quick I said sidebar it was age quick sidebar is that Kath and I had a yes the same thing happened to us at the same time oh my gosh that was crazy so like we both had boys like stop talking to us at the same time and so I wrote a song about my boy, and then we she came in my room, and I showed it to her, and we cried to it together. Oh, my gosh. Because oh we were both feeling the exact same thing. Yeah. And I and went to a wedding, and I was so depressed. I drove to your me. house. Oh, yeah, you drove And me. we sat in your room and cried together. Yeah. And then you wrote your song, and then I cried to it at the same time. Yeah, it was, it was so weird. It was, it was so oh. weird. Um, this is really pathetic because I never even dated this guy. Um, oh, come I on. Thought, no, no, I it thought it was going to be one, and then I realized it was a different one. <gasps> Um, I only talked to this guy, not even in a real way, for like... Hey, people relate to that. A month? Not me. A month, I want to say. Yeah, about a month. And we would go out to like karaoke and stuff. But no, no, we would not go out. I would go out and see him there and like pine over him. So we were never even truly involved with each other. And yeah, it was just really pathetic. And he never like wanted me to be his girlfriend ever. He asked me on a date twice, canceled both times. Oh. So you shouldn't uh. be torn up over this because it was never even anything. But when it ended, he kind of disappeared slowly. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And then if, just a few weeks later, he showed up to karaoke with another girl <gasps> at my brother's birthday party. I was oh. like, what? You know I'm going to be here. So I was like really, really upset and we mm. left for a Europe tour right after that and I cried like I've never cried. I just think that certain breakups trigger you. Like yeah. they trigger something much Amen. deeper. Even because, if it's yeah. not even deep. No, because that's I think I was feeling something else mm-hmm. through this breakup. Mm-hmm. Like oh, some totally true. true. I was that's feeling how a I childhood felt. wound through this breakup because this breakup was not that deep. Mm-hmm. But I cried and cried and cried for literally like three months and then I came home and he asked me out again and canceled again and then I cried oh. again. Oh my like, god. This boy ripped Little. me apart. 
but I don't even know how I moved on. I th- oh, I moved. That's how I moved on. And <laughs> I still done. didn't move on. It took me a long time. Like, wow. it was like nine months or something. It was really I don't last time really hard. I think because it just ripped open a general wound in me. So then I spiraled mm-hmm. downwards after that. Yes. And I was like, wow. Relatable. Um, okay. Technically, yeah. Say, I'm not, okay. So basically, <laughs> the thing about like breakups is that it sucks when it's not even an actual breakup. Like, if you didn't actually yeah. date people, That's what she said. it's yeah. a whole other layer of like, you feel so, like you don't even deserve you said it. That in your song, too. No, but we were. I, in, in Girls Like Me, you yeah. say, Amy's lyric is, I'll listen to sad songs, but I'll just feel insane because it was never that deep anymore. Yeah, but with this, okay, with my worst one, it was deep, though, and we were really connected. We did hang out all the time. Well, not all the time, but we did hang out, and we talked a lot. And It wasn't official, but it was, like, deeper. And it just sucked, and it was, like, a whole other layer of, like, wow, I, A, don't deserve to be, like, going through this because it wasn't even an official thing, and then, B, I was, mm, it was just bad, and I couldn't see any of the actual facts of the situation. I remember talking to Lauren Darren after. I was like, oh, I'm totally fine. I was like, why? <laughs> I thought I was. And it took me months to realize, oh, Amy, years. you're sad. Oh. And then after I stopped lying to myself, being a fat liar, it just took me a lot longer to move on than I thought because I kept lying to myself for a very long time. Denial. Denial. Mm. You? Um, I really believe the classic saying, First cut is the deepest. <laughs> that was mine too. Oh. My first cut. So this was like, I, I was 15 at this point. It wasn't actually a relationship. It was a friendship. But I got ghosted. Mm. And wow, wow, wow. That was like, I never experienced so much emotional pain in my life. Oh. Mm. I hate Whew. that. It was like being stabbed by a dagger every day. Wow. Oh, but my a ghost dagger. Gosh. That's it? Yeah. That's a ghost um, dagger. <laughs> I would like to say that mine is not that because mine got progressively worse. Oh. I didn't date a lot of people. I just had the typical teenage things with people. Relatable. So I never officially dated anyone before my current BF. Sorry to everyone who thought in the last podcast that I was officially dating someone because that wasn't real. So anyway. <laughs> Um, she, yeah. I got it an old. She canceled. That. Anyway, oh, she means season one. If you watch season one yeah, of the Summer Life podcast, I mean. you know. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, canceled. the relationship, quote unquote, that I had a long time ago was the worst one because it was the first boy to like treat me semi nice yeah. and be like semi not an awful mm-hmm. human being to me because I liked really really mean boys in the Ugh. past, and he was the only only one hmm. to not. Um, do, do that. It. I wrote a poem, which I'll be like Catherine and read part of my poem. Okay. Just there's this one line in it where I say like, everyone in the past like hurt me, but you were the only person who waited till you left to do that. Oh. So like, mm. he was the only one who didn't stab me in the heart a million times while he knew me. Oh. After. Oh. That's why. Because okay. he was sweet, but yeah. terrible. Ooh. Okay. So for mine, we dated for like seven months, and it took me like. Two or three months to move on. Wow. Not that bad. Seven. What's wrong with the... Uh, and I mean move on. Like, for real. Not fake move on. I mean... And I'll tell you in the next one why. But it, I mean real yeah. move on. Like, real. Not fake. Pretending. Well, well, I said we dated quick. for three months and it took me six months to move on. It was okay. double the amount of time. Relatable. Okay. Um, we interacted <laughs> for a month. And I think it took me, like, more than a year. That's good. Mm. I was ripped up. <clears throat> Ooh. Good way to describe That's it. That's so, oh, this is so embarrassing. Like, I just said, yeah. it's the same exact thing. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, it was like two months of like actually like being like talking and stuff. And then it took me like probably a good year and a half 
But we were talking throughout that time too, which extended it. So oh, that's yeah, happened that to me. But I will say, my first heartbreak, okay. we interacted for six months, and it took me three years to move on. Oh, <laughs> that's happened. Okay, okay that's happened. I was gonna say that I liked someone for five years that I was friends with oh. that entire time, and it never. <laughs> I relate. So that's so never relatable. happened, Charlie. Never. Right. Um, <coughs> so we're that, all pathetic. I'm glad we established <laughs> yes, that. No, it's normal. It's normal. It's but not pathetic. healthy. It's normal to be Especially pathetic. the first cut. Okay, that was mine. Was four months. It took me two years. And moving Aww. out of the state to move on. <laughs> oh, You're like, well, I guess Lord. it's not going to happen now. We you know what? Can I say I'm changing mine? Not my worst breakup, but this one that I'm talking about, just because we're talking about this. I talked to a boy on the phone for a month. I didn't even hang out with him. I just talked to him on the phone for Aww. a month. You, know you all know who I'm talking about from my YouTube video. but Before October's gone, anyone? Yeah, that song we wrote, oh, the gosh. YouTube video I made. But I talked to a boy on the phone for one month. And then, but you had met him in you saw him in well, person. Well, I met him in person, time. but I just mean that no, we you didn't, didn't just talk. Yeah, we, we hung out in person two oh, times, yeah. two okay. times, and it probably took me two years to move on. What about mm. the other guy? You Maybe three about? years. The other guy took me like two months to move on. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh. The, the worst breakup took me like no time. But I'm just saying there was one where it was one month and years to move on. It's weird how you can it never predict how long it's gonna be. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's like trajectory. I think if you do what I did, it actually would, I think everyone's would be pretty short, but I don't think anyone quite did what I did. Because, you know, you really remind really me like of it. one of those people who sells courses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you buy this yeah, course. You're like, I it should took make me a- two months to move on from my breakup. I should If make you a sign up for my course, that. it'll only take you two months to move on. Guys. But only if you do exactly I would, what I do. Would you not? You should. I would buy would it. Would you not have bought that course? I would have. Wipe nah. your memory with Babe Be Gone. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next Boy one. Be gone. So, how did you move on? This is what everyone wants to know. Ooh, Everyone's ooh, like, ooh. how do you move on? Blah, blah, blah. And your breakup survival tips. Okay, listen to what happened to me. I was dead. I already told you that. I went to the bookstore and I looked at floor. every book on breakups. They all sucked. They were horrible. They were like, eat ice cream with your friends and watch sad movies. And I was like, I'm doing this. I mean, I'm sad. Help. Honestly. I'll explain. It was not good. I did that. It did literally nothing for me except make me more sad. Whatever. Think about how bad he is. Think about all the negatives. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Then I found this book. My book. I found this book. <laughs> no, it's not I, my I book. I found this book I'm not that I wrote. <laughs> I found this book called Mars and Venus Starting Over. Mm. It's about the matter from Mars and Venus thing, whatever. If you know what that is. You probably don't. And it... It, like, rocked my world. It was so crazy. He was talking about, like, how to move on from things. It was even, like, grief and, like, losing a loved one. Mm. And it was so insane. And what it was saying was, like, dive into your feelings. Like, figure out uh, – um, think think of, like, all the sad things and the happy things, which I didn't think to do that. I was like, I don't want to think about those. Because either you're, you're thinking about the happy things and longing all the time or you're thinking about the sad things and crying all the time, mm-hmm. right? Or the bad things and being, like – Smashing I'm his car. angry. Yeah, you're angry and bitter or you're longing the whole time. So mm. I went into all of it and I was like, you know what? Oh, you go through all of your emotions. I've said this before. You go through um, anger, sadness, fear, regret, guilt, love, and forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key to everything in life. Oh, my gosh. So I went through all of it. I remember I remember literally I would listen to the songs that remind me of him, and I would make new memories of them. First I'd listen to them, and I would cry. Oh, I'd be like, oh, I hate these that. are sad. Oh. These these make me so sad. I would think about the good things he did, and, I, and then I would be grateful oh. for the good things he did. Then I would think about the bad things he did, and I'd be like, you know what? I deserved better. Mm-hmm. And then I would think about, like, why he was this way and everything I knew about his family, and I would forgive him. It took a long time, mm. but I was – I didn't take that long. But I was like, I got to forgive him for this. I got to forgive him. Mm-hmm. And I went through 
all of it. Why I was mad, why I was sad, why I was scared. I felt alone, mm-hmm. what I regretted, what I was mad about, like everything. And I remember going up, we lived on the hill, up to the top of the front yard, okay? And go. laying down in a sleeping bag at like 8 p.m. Aww. or something in the dark, so obviously. Artistic. And listening to all the songs that reminded me of him in a good way and being like grateful that I had the memories. Ooh, oh, that's that was hard. really nice. Ooh, that was really thanks nice. Thanks for the memories. Yes, <laughs> I did that. I was like, this is really nice. That was great. That was oh, great. Then I went hard. through all the things that were dumb that I didn't deserve and I wrote them all out. Mm. I wrote all the freaking mm. things did you do this out. Because of the book? Yes, uh, the book wow. told me all the stuff to do. Wow, and step by step. Yeah, it was so different, and I just went complete through my emotions. And then before I knew it, I was 100% moved on. I had no nice. bitterness, no anger, no resentment towards him. I had forgiven him, and I was like, it's okay that he completely crushed my heart. It's okay, because this is what happens. We're mm. just young. We don't know what we're doing. Mm. And I forgave him, and I moved on. Wow. So what do you want to add? That what was your survival you tip. Okay, yeah. I have no, one you thing. probably have different I things. Can. I have one thing. So, Wait, did your things not work? No, my things worked. Mm, she's right. My things worked. <laughs> I've moved on from many people. Many, many, many people mm. in my life, okay? Just For real? I've had crushes on people since I could see. For real move on? So I had to move on from a lot of people <laughs> because I didn't date any As of them. As a newborn baby, you had the gift of sight? <laughs> <laughs> Diddy's like, oh, that doctor's cute. Oh, my God. Honestly, I probably did think that. Wait. So accurate. My mind goes to the extreme. I think I have some good things. Here's the thing. You can't just, like, put some potion together and then stir it in a pot and then drink it. And then you're good. Yeah. Even though we wish we could. Sometimes after a few months or after a certain amount of time, it does happen instantaneously. And that's happened to me multiple times. So that is all I will say. All I will say is that... Everything takes time. It literally has to take time. It's not physically possible for you to just, oh, go through, let me read the whole book in one day and do this whole thing and I'm good. I'm all fine. No. It takes time. It's a healing process. So just let yourself take as much time as you need and do what Christina says and what the book says or whatever you want to do. Dive into every single aspect you could possibly, every crevice you could think of. I was writing like crazy. Like for me, when I dated that boy for two weeks and then I had to get over him over a few months, like I was really, really sad and I had to get over it. So I was just really dramatic. Like I didn't judge myself. I didn't tell myself, Mm, oh, we only dated for two weeks. You can't think this. Or I didn't like talk to people who would tell me that. Like I just let myself cry all the time, listen to these music, write this song, this, that, and the other thing, write letters to him that I did not give to him. Mm, And like look at pictures, blah, 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 blah. Never give. I did that. And then at some point, it just kind of clarity smacks you in the face, and you're like, okay, this ended for a reason. And then Ooh. you get over it. It just happens with time. That's um, what I would say. I'm going to go quick with my segment of quick. perspective of I was thinking about my experiences. And what helped me a lot is, okay, first there's the initial shock where you literally, for me, I just need to cry. Mm-hmm. I can't like, woo, live it up or whatever. Prove him wrong. Some people do that. I Some have that. to cry for the first few days at least and just cry, cry, cry all the time. Stay home. No, no. No, I mean where it's like, I can't really go anywhere. I'm so sad. Then, when I feel like, okay, I'm the crying has breaks in between the crying, <laughs> then I need to fill the holes that this person has left mm. with real fun and not like, I'm the show me's wrong, yes. put on a hat dress. Yes, like, I that. Like, the, there was a carnival yes. going on, I remember. So I went with my friends to the carnival and tried to genuinely have fun. To be like, look, oh. my life is not terrible without him. Like, you have, I have to immediately start yes. proving that to myself. And so public places like, are the worst. So I'm not, like, super down that. to myself. And then I would, yeah, I would just 
figure things out that I can do or like, oh, okay, I'm going to like color in a coloring book and like do things that are like hobbies and interests that make me feel like I have something to do with my time. So I'm not like, without him, I just lay here and cry. But then when you need to lay here and cry, you do. But just proving to myself that my life still had meaning and fun and opportunities to be happy, that really did help me a lot just in the initial yeah. first process. Mm. That's right. good. I got two practical tips for you. Ooh. So along with the expression part. Like, that's a given. Christina's thing, perfect. Good. Thank you. Do that. But for me, the two practical things you do along with that are mute, mute, oh, I was going to say this. Oh! Yes, mute, cut ties. Absolutely must mute them on Ooh. every social media. Ooh. You probably don't want to unfollow them if you don't want to cause waves, but there's this handy feature called muting, <laughs> where you won't see their story, you won't see their post. probably why they invented it. Because you cannot... Mm-hmm move on from someone if you are continually talking to them mm-hmm. seeing your post at least i can't mm-hmm. so no you i don't think anyone can goodbye Nobody the second thing is be real with yourself about who they actually are mm. and how they make you feel do not think of them as an the isolated individual you can't think of like well he's great blah 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 you have to think like okay but how is he in relation to me? How like, how did he treat me? How do you make me feel? If he's the one that broke up with you, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you mm. because that would make you feel really bad. So you have to think, like, how is he really? How did he actually make me feel? And don't lie to yourself and tell yourself that he's better or that the relationship was better than it was. Because once you genuinely realize that that's not what you want, for me, there's always, like, a aha moment where that's when it clicks and I finally move on when I'm like oh I don't even want that actually I have one quick long-term tip which is when you're it's been like a really long time you're like I can't get over this person it's been years which obviously I've been there um you have to be real with yourself about what do you want which Lauren kind of said like do you even like when you write down all the good things and the bad things about that person it's like does that person even really make sense for you? Do you really like all these did things? Did they really know you? And did they really know you? Did you really know them? It's like, is it really, just get real with yourself, because usually for me it helps to be like, okay, this person is actually not what I made them up to be in my yeah. mind, mm. and I think that I want something else, mm. and I think that I'm okay without them, and yeah. I can find something better. Like, just telling yourself that until you believe it, I can find mm. something better for me, not better than him because he's bad whatever everyone's a great person to someone so you don't have to tell yourself they're a bad person literally just say i can find something better than that for me and get that in your head it will really help you feel better about yourself and move on mm-hmm. um i'm terrible at moving on everyone knows oh, it yeah, it's just you a thing that song, i got a good at moving yes on. it's a great one i gotta put that out one day yeah, i will good. um look the thing is yeah i just don't like don't let people leave. You can reject me all you want, but do not leave my life. That's what I've realized about myself. Cool. But what I've learned through my experiences is that you have to, A, stop lying to yourself, and B, stop judging yourself. That's my mm. only tips. Do not lie to yourself. If you're sad, be sad. Don't mm. tell yourself that you're fine. So Don't happy. tell yourself you didn't care. Don't tell yourself just because you want to look better to other people because you're embarrassed that this thing went wrong. Like, things go wrong all the time. Yeah. Love is not well this is not love relationships could be love yeah okay relationships are just you know they're what is it love is a battlefield you know stop judging yourself yes stop judging yourself stop lying stop talking to them move on Yeah. yeah my main tip would be well i have one quick one which is Tell the story as many times oh, over as you yeah. can. Yeah. So, like, for me, that usually starts with writing. I did that. 
And then literally your friends will probably get sick of hearing it, honestly. And I feel I've always felt bad but for there's telling. So many but people. if you say, Hey, I know it might be kind of annoying, but I really need to talk about this. Can I just like vent to you? And just tell them the story as many times as you can. Every time you say it, it'll get a little bit lighter. I promise and you. And writing it down and write it from different perspectives too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what mm-hmm. I've done. Another mm-hmm. thing that this is like the most, I've only done this for some of my most painful breakups. I literally got a new journal and I wrote letters to them almost every day. Like, oh. because you want to talk to them so badly. Oh. And in your delusional mind, you think maybe one day we'll get back together. Maybe this isn't really the end. So you write all these letters and do not give them to them. Throw them away when you can. But it helps you just get out all the things you wish you could tell them. Because you're used That's to talking good. to them day in and day out. Mm. And then suddenly That's they're not idea. there. So instead of texting them, which is not going to make you feel better, do not do that. Right. You need to cut it off clean. Just write them letters, and then if you really are meant to be, which you're probably not, in a couple years, you can give them the letter. There was one boy that I was obsessed with, and I thought, like, oh, I've never felt anything with anyone. We're meant to be. And I wrote, stop. (laughs) (laughs) There's someone that Catherine was absolutely wrong for, and I always joke that that she hasn't moved on, but she definitely has. Yeah. I was, wow. Anyway, different person. Um, I told myself I was going to be with him, but I, I wrote him a letter, and I said, I still feel the same way in a year that I will give him this letter. And I put it under my bed and I did feel still feel the same way in a year. But in a year, I had gleaned the clarity to say, I had gleaned gleaned, gleaned the clarity to say, yes, I do feel this way, but it's not the truth. So just give yourself some time and delay, delay. She had a gentle frying pan of truth with herself. She patted herself (laughs) on the back. I patted myself with the frying pan. (laughs) So yeah, just got to get it because it's it's easy to be delusional. You got to get back into reality. Mute, mute, mute. Amen. Oh, I want to add that muting includes deleting pictures, deleting texts, deleting look at them, stuff that they gave you. It oh, just you have to get that. that out of your life. What? I just mute them. You don't delete pictures? No. What? I never I have them. ever wanted to reminisce on my past relationships in my uh, current state. I do. Okay. And tr- anyway, um, say <laughs> interesting. At the same time. <laughs> okay, that was very interesting. So, guys, that was lit. That's our breakup stuff. We have a lot more, but, you know, you can't talk for five hours. So if you want more of that, let us know, and we could do something else with it. There's a lot there. All right. Do you know what time it is? Oh, my time favorite time. Time for Sister Spotlight, oh. where we have Lauren's Take, Your World with Christina, Savvy Thoughts with Kath, Amy's Current Crisis, Exposing Lisa's Past, and Danny's Love Hate List. Who's the Sister Spotlight of today? Ding! Lisa! Yay! I wanted to prepare more than one story for this. Tell them what this is, first of all. I can only think of one. Um, well, two, well, one general topic. Um, oh, this is called Exposing Lisa's Past. <laughs> I, as I said last time, so you better go watch the last one. It was pretty good. I, <laughs> it was. I always felt very normal, whatever that means. <laughs> not in a, not in a boring way, but I just always thought that a unique way. That I, everything that I do Mentally is sane. is cool. It's not weird. <laughs> What? You know what I mean? Like, what? you do something and you're just like, oh, I need Can't to do really. this. So you just do it. You're not like, this is probably the weirdest thing ever. But later you're like, you may look back if you're me and be like, oh, wow, that was absolutely bizarre. So, I mean. Why would you tell okay. other people? Some people will relate to this. It's not so out of the box. But I still thought it was really funny. Let's see. My age range was probably. 12? 10? No. Um, nine no. years old oh, until. No. I'm scared. 12, 9 to 12, this was this phase of my life where I was boy 
crazy. But Only so stopped then, after the age of was, 12? No, 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 I'm not done. This is Lisa's corner. It, I'm clarifying for the fans. Catherine's corner. I was very boy crazy, but I didn't want anyone to know. I was just so scared. <laughs> Relatable. Like, I didn't want to interact with them. I didn't want to. I didn't want nine. them to know because I was nine years old or I was twelve years old. <laughs> so I would hide it by being very violent. <laughs> and this is not good. And I think I recognize and I want to address it. this is very bad. And please don't do this, especially if you're a little girl. There was two boys in particular that were my <laughs> victims. <laughs> One of them was a few years older than me, too. So I was like, oh, my God, she's so hot. But, like, I'm 12. <laughs> Can't let him know. So, and I was, like, good friends with this boy. It was me and him and our other fr- and our friend who was a girl. And the three of us were just the three blind rats. And <laughs> we would hang out all the time. And they kind of knew. I don't know. Sometimes they would ask me, do you have a crush on him? And I'd be like, No. So I would, like, be in the car, and he would say something that is completely normal, like, does not elicit this. And I would start, like, hitting him with my sandal, like, shut up! What's your name? And I don't want to say his name. And I was like, shut up! And he's like, ah! Or I would just walk up to him and, like, punch him. Like, on the arm. Or I'd be like, bust your stomach. And then, like, punch him in the stomach. He's like, ow! And it got to the point where he... Would I would be talking to him and I would like raise my hand but not to hit him and he would like flinch because like oh he thought I hit him. Like, That's not good. You were beating him up. I know. Not, <laughs> I don't think no. you hurt him. He was like twice my size. Like this, he was like tall and like bigger. This was before his skinny phase, you know. Like he was a big guy, so it didn't like I don't think it really messed him up physically, but psychologically it probably did. But you hit him with a shoe. I hit him with my shoe because you liked flip, him. Not my not like a flip <laughs> like flop. Then, okay, I was nine years old. Toad no, 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 no. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that kind of thing. I was nine. I had the role of Jasmine in the play Aladdin. And I loved the boy who was Aladdin. I loved him. Like, I used to daydream about him. That His is name so was Jordan. Weird. I was like, oh, Jordan. But oh, my God. I was nine, and he could never know. So. <laughs> There were scenes that I dreamed of where I would get to hold his hands as a nine-year-old and look into his eyes, oh, Aladdin, blah, blah. But, and I, I remember, I had a crush on this guy, but I would take his hands Please, with oh no. my nails and dig my nails in. And I would be saying, like, oh, Aladdin, blah, blah, blah. And Wait, I would During keep, the play. During the play. Oh. On stage every night. So and no one would listen, know. Listen, we did, like, eight shows. And oh on, like, gosh. the fifth show, oh, and then there was another boy. I didn't really have a crush on him, but I would always kick him in the head when he was laying on the floor. <laughs> oh I was God. supposed to, like, tap him with my foot to see if he was alive in the play. So I would kick him in the head because oh. I didn't like him. Oh I just had a problem. One time, his mom came up to me after one of the shows the and was like, one or the, the crush, Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin's mom came up to me and was like, And you're friends with his sister. Yes, I was best friends with his sister. She's like, Lisa, um, she was so nice. Um, Jordan's been telling me that you um, have been pinching his hands on stage. I think there was other things I did too, but she's like, um, I don't think that's really helping. Um, I don't think it's very nice. I don't know what she said, but just like, could you, could you please not do that? Because I don't think it really helps the performance, and it does hurt. And I was like, oh. and I would be like so mad that he told his mom. And I was like, oh, okay, of course. In my head, I was like, you wimp. You weak little wimp. And I was like, you told your mommy. And then I was like, wow, I love him. And then I would do it again. I would keep pinching him. I did it to her face. I remember being like this nine-year-old, like, Oh, I'm so sorry, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, oh my gosh, Amy just started. So that is, and again, I was like, oh, everyone's me 
mean to their crush when they like them, but like I thought it was normal. Not everyone is physically abusive. You have the opportunity to hold your crush's hand as a child on stage and stare into their eyes. Like even if you're mean to them, like oh you're not supposed to mean to them right now. Not for me. I couldn't let him know. So, so you had that's to just one story out of him. the vault, and I'll be back next time, maybe, so, if you're lucky, with some more. You are wild. Thank I feel you. like you should say something about you don't condone physical I already violence. did. She I already did. did. It's okay. clear. I don't condone it, okay, that. guys? I really don't. She, she was a kid, that. but she it was said, wrong. Please don't do that. I was a small yeah. child, but it was still wrong. It was very wrong. And that is not Rip. how you get to a man's heart. <laughs> no, that is awful. Are you sure? Well, I may be stuck in there forever, but in a bad way. Like, oh gosh, is that girl? <laughs> oh, and another boy told me when I was like six or eight or whatever, he's like, you punched me and my heart stopped beating. Oh, you punched me. <laughs> oh, I died. You did punch me. I had a big problem. He's wanted me I know, tough. I was I'm there. like, look, I'm glad that I left a mark on you because I had a crush on him too, but I really don't remember punching <laughs> him. I don't remember punching him. Also, I just want to say for your guys' mental image that Lisa was like 90 pounds or like 80 pounds. like. A tiny, skinny stick of a child. She was like I, I was pounds. hitting wait, wait, people. Wait, I wasn't short. I was like 90th percentile like for a while. Really but she was tall, but she was like. I was skinny and I was small and I was quiet. But I was <laughs> a, four, was I was a force to be reckoned. Okay. <laughs> I was a sneaky little oh devil. <laughs> I love this segment. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I'm scared. Thank, thank you, you Lisa. Sharing. <laughs> I'm very brave. glad we got to experience thank you for that. Sharing your story. I feel brave. Ooh. That took a lot out of me. I feel like I can't focus anymore because I laughed good. too much on that. That was a good one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, if you want to see the next episode, you have to be on Patreon because every other episode is Patreon only. Patronage. And every episode is juicy. So you mm-hmm. don't want to miss that. And there's so much other stuff on Patreon. It's an amazing community. Mm-hmm. We have we have just so many cool things in there, like things that help with your life, things that entertain you, mm-hmm. lots of different things. And it's it's an awesome community. Lots of great people to talk to who really care. So I would suggest that you go. Same. Become a patron. Listen, I was going to say I've subscribe. Worn, I've worn some of my best outfits in the Patreon-only episode, so you better go look at them and <laughs> clap for me. Thank you. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Anyway, thank you, guys. Thank okay, you guys so thank much. Thank you for watching. And you. we will see you not in the Thanks, next episode, readers. unless you're on Patreon, but we'll see you in the Ooh. next next episode on YouTube. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cimarelli Podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat.